The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. We're on a mission from God. With your host, a jelly donut, David Garofalo. How did it get here? Mr. Jonathan. I hear you. And I care. Barry Stein. I can use my spare glove compartment underwear as a napkin. And Ed Sullivan. They don't have a listing for Mr. Wonderful. What uh, spelling did you use? It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, October 13th, 2018, broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And today, Fabian Ziegler from Drew Estates invades the Cigar Authority for the first time as we celebrate episode 444 on our way to becoming the longest-running cigar podcast ever. But as we know, time isn't everything. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its ninth year, making it the longest continually-running cigar podcast, awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row, the Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog on thecigarauthority.com. With us, Fabian Ziegler, a.k.a. Dirty Fabian, National Sales Manager for Drew Estates. Welcome for the first time coming on the show. Well, thank you. It's uh, my pleasure, and I'm excited. And I, you know, please be gentle. It's my first time. And, uh, so, so, so well, why, why dirty? You seem very clean. You seem uh, like you okay, shower so it, regularly. It's because so you don't shave, right? Well, I, the- I shave on a less regular basis. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, I sometimes, you know, I wake up in the morning and I need the extra seven minutes of more sleep, so I let it grow a little bit, but. The whole dirty name is uh, has different different stories, but the original story is is simple. Uh, back in 2008, when Jonathan Drew, the uh, founder, one of the founders of Drew Estate, uh, came to one of our uh, annual sales meetings and said that er- Instagram is the newest thing. Everyone needs to, everyone who works at Drew Estate needs to have an Insta- Instagram account. We're like, oh, okay, all right. So we all downloaded the Instagram uh, app on our phone, and now you know we're like, oh, well, what are we going to do? What's the next step? You need to come up with a name. All right. So I didn't necessarily want to be Fabian Ziegler and whatnot. So I, I, at that time, and I still do, smoke a lot of the natural. Now it's the Laritans. And my favorite cigar at Drew Estate is the natural dirt. So I was chain smoking those boxes of dirt. I was going through a, a box every two or three days. I mean, it's a four by 44 cigar. So it's a, you know, it's a small cigar. And it's I like wanted, a Tic Tac. It's a Tic Tac. Yeah, it's a Tic Tac of cigars. Pop them. Yes, exactly. You, you know, no mint. It's more no. a little coffee, a little chocolate. Buy them by the so box. They're small. They're they're small. That's yeah. right. And, and um, you know, I wanted to be Mister Natural. So I was all happy, and and I was talking to our, our IT guy at the time. His name is John Brook, and I'm like, John, I want to be Mister Natural on Instagram. So John puts in Mister Natural. He's like, Yeah, no, you can't do that because. That's taken by some uh, pumping up type of guy who, who's probably not all that natural. Probably not all natural, yeah. but you know, and, and in my mind, I never wanted to be Mister Natural Two or B or whatever. So the second coming yeah. of Mister exactly. Natural, the exactly. real Mister Natural, the real, the, yeah. The, so people John, have tried that. Yeah. Out of nowhere, John goes, "Well, you smoke a lot of dirts. So why don't you just call yourself Dirty Fabian?" <coughs> 
not knowing too well. Hey, all right, so I'm Dirty Fabian, and that's how it started. Now, all right. now you must be a you, real hit with the ladies well, with a nickname you, like that. Well, yes, but the wrong kind of ladies. Oh. <laughs> <Ladies> <laughs> not the ladies the you want to bring home to mom and dad, nice. uh, unfortunately. But, but between 2008 and now, there has been other stories which may or may not have happened, but uh, I'm not here to deny them or tell you, uh, you know, whatever happened. But that's how I got my nickname. All right, because I haven't heard a lot of potty mouth out of you. No, no, not yet. Yeah, okay. Yeah, not yet. I mean, I'm drinking this nitro coffee over here. That'll do it. That is phenomenal coffee. And you guys come down over here to two guys get a cup of this nitro coffee. It's, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. All right, we're going to light up a cigar, and this is a traditional cigar. We're going to go first, and then we're going to go to your forte oh, on the yes. second hour. But first off, we're going to go with a regular traditional cigar. Barry, tell us what this is. Well, today's first cigar is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and it is the Undercrown Maduro. It's manufactured in Nicaragua by Drew Estate, and the size is a 6x52 Bellicoso. It features an Otapon Negro Ultimo Corte wrapper. Say how that bad five was, times How fast. bad was that, Fabian? Really bad. Well, I'm glad he said it. Not <laughs> I, I, I usually say San Andreas, but... <laughs> I'm going by what the website said, all so... Right, all right. Uh, a T-52 Connecticut River Valley Store Cut Habano Binder. Yep. And the fillers are Brazilian Matafina and Nicaraguan Cuban Seed. A box of 25 will set you back 176 and if you're too far away from a brick and mortar that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Ah, we just got some uh, little a medicine. Special delivery if, if here. If you can hear Barry's sickness in his voice. It's because he hasn't had enough to drink today. He has not. So we have, not. Yes. we have some medicine from the, at the break. We'll, take, we'll start at the break of this. But oh. uh, this, is, um, this is the stuff that's hard to find here, right? This is the... Uh, we got the Dovetail. Yeah. Which J- is Jonathan Drew. Drew Brands, right? Yeah. And then the Brixton Mash, which is a combination of bourbon and rum. So we'll get to that. Now, something I want to highlight, it's not Floridian rum. It's Florida rum. There's a difference. I don't know what it is, but I just wanted to bring that up. All right. There is You're a just difference. a wealth of knowledge today. We appreciate that. Well, thank you. All right. thank wait, you. Till we, wait till we start <laughs> drinking. All right. We're going to cut this uh, bad boy and see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo was the brand while all other brands were raising prices. It was Perdomo and Perdomo alone that cut the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. So I, I say that this is not your forte, Fabian, because you go with the acid line. I am very non-traditional, uh, so I focus more on the, the tobacco, the acids, the naturals, Laritan, the Deadwood, the Isla del Sols. But once in a while, I will smoke a traditional cigar. And uh, like I always tell people, when I smoke a traditional cigar, it's an undercrown because the undercrowns are all over the place. Ligas are very hard to find, but undercrowns are all over the place, and... It actually has a very good story uh, how the Undercrown came to be. Barry, you know that story? Yeah, the, the factory well, workers were smoking too many of them. Um, so they got legal Pavadas. Yes. And they were told they needed to cut back. So they yep. got together and they created their own blend. Yep. And it's said to be the same blend as the Liga Pavada, just from different primates. Exactly. Same filler, same filler tobaccos. Same, uh, the binder is actually uh, uh, in, in Liga. The binder is Brazilian. But the, the main difference is just the wrapper. It's the San Andreas wrapper, which uh, we have a lot more of. Can, uh, we don't have too much of the broadleaf uh, for the 9 and the stock Habano for the T52. 
It is it is their their version of their liga, and um, as as they say, is is uh, it's a cigar. To my knowledge, this might be one of the few cigars uh, that was not created by a master blender. Yeah, it was created by by the guys who work with tobacco. There's 37 of them. I used to know all 37 names, but I don't. I drank too much nitro in yeah. the last couple of years. Uh, but it, it created. It was created by them, and they say it's a cigar created by the people for the people. And and for you guys out there, when you when you light up that undercrown, you smoke that undercrown. Hopefully, you enjoy it as much as our Nicaraguan rollers. Uh, all our rollers. I, I don't know why I say Nicaraguan rollers because we only we have all our people in our factory are Nicaraguan. We only have one Cuban that work for Drew Estate. He's the world's tallest Cuban. His name is Willie Herrera. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but that's the only Cuban we have. Who okay. Works. So, so everyone else in our factory is uh, Nicaraguan, and, and they're very proud. Now, I will tell you, in a, a cup, this, this cigar came out in uh, 2011, and then since then we came up with the Undercrown Shade, and then last year we came up with the Undercrown Sungrown, and Willie Herrera was, part, was, was this, the, the head part of blending it, but he did bring in some of the guys who first blended the regular Undercrown with his team, and as a team, they 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 came up with a blend for the shade and the sun grown. So we're always bringing uh, that team, that that factory rolling floor uh, emphasis to Undercrown line. Now, from a cold draw standpoint, I want you guys to use your imagination here. You, you're you, you, this is a, something you're against, so I'm sorry. Do you make a ham and cheese submarine sandwich? Yeah. Right. You got whatever you're going to put on the bottom. Most people put mayonnaise. I don't, but you, you get the layer of cheese, then you put the ham in. Now you load it with the works, right? Take the ham out and put it on a soda cracker, and this is what I'm getting for a cold draw. It's like a ham sandwich now, on a soda cracker. Jonathan, if you go in the works, is that hot peppers? Well, of course. All right. So now, and Oregano oil, the whole bit? The whole bit. So right. you're going with a nice olive oil? Is there anything better? Yeah. And then it all comes together to equal... You suck so much. Well, Ed Sullivan, you can hear it in his voice too. Barry and Ed Sullivan have a cold. Right. So he can't taste anything. So they can't anything. barely he, taste. But let me, tell, let me tell you from my perspective, because my taste buds are sharp and clean, not even close. You've it's never had a ham sandwich. It's in bread your- pudding. It's bread pudding. <laughs> yeah, you're now, wrong. You know, I'm a man of- It's a honey ham, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It's a honey ham. A spiral one. I- I'm a man of the people, so I'm sure there's a whole bunch of people in Philadelphia area that are paying attention to this and going, what are they talking about? For you guys in Philadelphia, we're talking about hoagies. The- ah, ah yes. And in, and in Louisiana, there's other people who are like, what the heck is going on? We're talking about po' boys. Aha. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. So, so that's all that. Because I was confused when I was in New Orleans the other, the other week, and I wanted a sandwich, and we're like, what the hell is a sandwich? We make po' boys here. I'm like, well, po' boy is a sandwich. No, it's a po' boy. Okay. So now we know everyone's on the same train. All right. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Hawk. This is a three-jet single-action lighter, meaning if you want to pop the top, you just press the button down, boom, and you ignite all three jets. you got an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, all for the low price of $9.99. That's the Vertigo Hawk Under for $9.99. Buck, this is the one now. This is the, this is the go-to baby. This is, is the one they buy. They take by the handfuls. How do you beat this? The coughing and stuff you're going to hear is normal Barry, but now there is a little sickness behind it. But you're going to hear Ed Sullivan coughing too. At the same, I think time. Ed Sullivan's going to keep his mic mostly. Next muted. week it will be me and Jonathan will be coughing because these no, guys are going to make us sick. No, because on Monday I'm making the Nikolai Volkov soup, aka death soup. Yeah, we're going to. Uh, it didn't save him. No, it didn't help. 
This is actually the first cigar I've had in 72 hours. How do you know that he wasn't going to die five years before that and the soup didn't extend his life? Because we're know all going to die. How do you know he wasn't going to live five years longer, but the, sh- the yeah. soup shortened his life? Yeah. Because I know when I drink, Flush all the, nutrients when I drink the soup, I feel better. I'd feel better if he had just been hit by a bus or something. Then you could take the soup out, out of the, of the equation. equation. Right. Yeah. What's in the soup? It's uh, organic chicken. It's uh, spinach, carrot, mm. ginger, some turmeric. It's mm. a whole thing. Okay. Carrot. And Double carrots. You know, just one carrot. Oh, one Did I say carrot twice? I, oh. I, I, I lost track of what was going on. <laughs> okay. All right. okay. All right. Just making sure. All right. Any, anyway, I'll tell you, it cleans you out. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever's going on, it cleans you out. Yeah. Full cleanliness. I haven't had this for a long time, and I will say it is not punching me in the face. I'm, I'm a milder cigar smoker, mm-hmm. so strong stuff. I'll smoke anything once, twice, or whatever, and then I don't go to it. And I was expecting, okay, it's going to be this, this slap in the face of tapping, and, and it is smooth. Not smooth. There's a smoothness to it. A little we, pepper. A whole lot of smoke from the production. We try. This is this is our prototypical medium body cigar in, in our portfolio, so you more yep. medium. This is approachable for the guy that likes mild, yep. can go to medium, and the guy that likes full body, he's not going to say there's nothing here because there's plenty of flavor. Plenty of flavor. So this is good. No, you've been. Uh, you mentioned that you got your Instagram account in 2008. So you've been with Drew Estate for a long time. How long you been there? I was. I've been with Drew Estate since 2000. Wow. So there's only one person at Drew Estate who's been there longer, and he kind of started it, Jonathan. Mm. So you know, I, I'll never be number one up there. I guess when he retires or you know whatever. But I've been with uh, with Drew Estate since 2000. Now from 2000 to 2006, I was an independent rep. In California, and I was representing Drew Estate and Zycar, two smaller companies at that time that were growing. And in 2006, they Drew Estate hired me to, to start doing events for them all over all over the U.S. and then became all over the world. One one of the crazy things was is I'm a larger guy and I like to eat, and uh, you know I, I realized that in California the tobacco tax. I, I didn't really know anything when I got in this industry. I the only thing I knew was you cut one end and you light the other. Yeah, I had smoked three cigars in my life when I got in this industry. I just fell into this industry, and I realized that I wasn't going to eat very well if I was going to sell one cigar at a time. And I had to realize I had to find out ways of selling cigars more. So, so at the time in California, the tobacco tax was like seventy-five percent, which it's all reciprocal because it's back to sixty-nine percent now. Yeah, Yeah. down to twenty, back to sixty. Yeah, yeah. So it's I guess it's eighteen years. But you're not handling California; you're handling everything now. So, so, so now I'm actually out of sales. It's fine. I got a a nifty title. Uh, I'm the director of um, consumer engagement. Ah. Yeah, I got that title at the IPCPR this show this year, the big tobacco show in Did Vegas. Did it come with a little extra money? No, it just. No, I'll tell you. This, like, I'll tell I you. I love the, the being around. What a smart you, company that passes out titles. I like. It. I yeah. do Stop feel more it. engaged when you're around, though. Well, so see, the, I'm I think they got that right. Yeah, yeah. I was feeling so. I was. I said so this ahead, morning directly. early. I was feeling unengaged, and you walked in, and then all, that was the thing that happened. Did you have like a ah? Uh, like no, I thought it was my phone ringing, but it, it yes. could have been oh, that. Okay, yeah. All right. so, okay. that's what I'm talking Here about. Here we go. So, yes. director of what? Director of field engagement. Field engagement. Okay. Yes, and and I think it's a, a every day, every day that passes by that that job title is more important 
You know why? Not to tease everyone, but next year, we are celebrating a very big accomplishment, very big thing next year at Drew Estate. It will be the 20-year anniversary of Acid. Wow. 20 years. So for a brand that, that people didn't really take seriously at first, or, oh, you'll never make it, you know, it's a joke, you guys don't know what you're doing, uh, uh, yes, no, maybe yes. so, you know, uh, all that, to celebrate 20 years. And on top of that, uh, we were just told that this year as IPCPR that the Acid became number one selling brand in the U.S. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, so so we're wow. very we're very happy. So so uh, we're going to be <coughs> celebrating. There's a lot of beautiful things uh, um, and and great things that are going to be happening next year. And, and you know, in the second hour, we're going to talk. And you've about been doing 18 of those 20 years. 18 of those 20 years. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Good so, for you. Congratulations. Oh, well, you know, I mean, uh, first all we had was acid, so I didn't know any any better. I actually thought all cigars were like acid. So listen, yeah. you, you told me a story. I'd love everybody to hear that yeah. story. The first account you went into yeah. to sell that cigar, and you were, you're a broker. Broker meaning he doesn't work just for Drew Estates. He worked for Zycar, other people. Yep. And he goes into a big store in California to preface this thing and is going to present these cigars. So go ahead. So so it's my f- literally my very first day on the job, and I have my box of Acid Cuba Cuba samples. And and way back when, our cigars weren't cellowed, and we actually infused the, the loose tobacco on the inside of the box. So... You know, there's a little bit of a smell uh, when you open the box. So Very aromatic. Very, very aromatic. Yes, yeah, sweet and aromatic. And I had visited all 17 accounts. There are 17 accounts in California when, when I took over. And I would visited them. And, and I realized that California is kind of a big state. And there's got to be more than 17 accounts in California. So I did the anything, you know, something that everyone would probably do back then. Open up the yellow pages. And then you're, like, looking for smoke shops and cigar stores and and, and for the life of me, I can't remember, but I, I watched this movie like over the weekend and it was all about smoking and, and the, the one name was Tinderbox, right? So I'm like, oh, let, it would be cool if, if I go into a Tinderbox, if a Tinderbox actually happened and I'm going to go in there. So I look at the yellow pages and, and to behold, Tinderbox number one, the original Tinderbox is in Santa Monica, California, or was, it closed down a couple years ago, but it was uh, uh, the original and uh, Mr. Ed Copeland, the founder of Tinderbox, was there and, and whatnot. So I call Mr. Copeland. Mr. Copeland, <coughs> please, I, Drew State, I'm Fabian. I, we have a new cigar. I would love to come by. And, and he's like, all right, come on by Tuesday at 10 o'clock. And all right, I had my best pair of slacks, my best Tommy Bahama shirt. And I come in, and I'm, I'm on time, which means what, David? I'm there 20 minutes ahead. That's, That's right. right. Okay. All right. And, right? and and we're there, and I, I come up, and, and Mr. Copeland, how you doing? A smaller little guy, and, and I have my box of Cuba Cuba, and I'm, Mr. Copeland, this is the best cigar in, in the world. This is new. We're selling a whole bunch of them. I would like to show it to you. And I open the box, and, and the, the box is open like three inches, and he slaps the, the, the lid out of my, my hand, and he closes it. And I'm like, what, what, what? So I try to open it again. And he slaps it again. And I'm like, well, Mr. Copeland, it's hard for me to show you my cigars if you keep closing the box on me. So I open it up. And one last time he closes it, he shuts it. And he's like, son, get those smelly cigars out of here. I'm like, well, wow. I, that's where I made my biggest mistake. My bi- in, in, my bi- in my career, my long career Drew stay of 17 minutes, I made the biggest mistake in the world. And I'm like, Mr. Copeland, aren't all cigars like this? And no, thinking that all cigars were like acid. But the, needless to say, after the research that I did, 
there was no cigars like acid. <laughs> acid was by itself. So, so I kind of made you know an ass out of myself. But, but great man, I looked very uh, uh, looked up at to him, and he's like, son, you must be new in this industry. I'm like, yes, this is my first day. He goes, he goes, I'll tell you what, we'll plan for another meeting in a week. Do a little more homework, understand what you're selling and what this industry is all about, and I'll give you a chance in a week, and maybe we'll talk about those cutters too. But now we're done. So I went home, and I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be a, a tough job here. If these cigars are different, I mean, what happened? But I must have done something good because 18 years later, I'm you know, the director of uh, uh, lifestyle of, of customer engagement. You know, so, yeah, I did something right, you know? Yeah. Pretty interesting. So people are always, you know, looking to get into the cigar industry. What do you end up doing? You better do lots of research and study and thing. And here you are, nothing. No. And 18 years later, director, well, director of research. Well, this must be something. It, it, cigar, selling cigars must be similar to a career that you have had before. I mean, at least similar. Yes. So, so selling cigars is was technically my in my big uh, career of work. It was my third job. My first job was babysitting my sister. My second job was undercover secure at Disneyland, and then I went to sell cigars. So you cigars. wore the Mickey Mouse costume? No, I was regular clothes, and I was catching people stealing, catching people vandalizing, and catching people having sex on the rides. Uh, yeah? That begs yeah. the question, yep. um, would you let him finish first? I was or? one of the guys that let him finish. <laughs> yeah. And then threw him out. And then I threw him out, and, and I'm pissed off because I didn't have a phone with a camera. or else I, you know, my, They didn't my, have in those days. They didn't right? have it back then. No, from, two, from 90 to 2000. There was no such thing as, as cell phone cameras. So, but people didn't know. The second you're on Disneyland, you're on camera. So there are films of, of various things and actions and whatnot. But so from the, Disneyland, which is pretty much a circus, to <coughs> Drew Estate, which is a pretty circus. much of a circus. It's a bigger circus. Right, but, but a totally different thing. Any relation to Zig Ziglar? No, I wish. Okay. Yeah. There's the an drummer? Ulti- no, ultimate salesman. Ultimate salesperson. Yeah, no, I wish. Okay. I mean, I went to school. I, I graduated from Chapman University, a small little university in Orange County with a, a business communication. And I guess I learned how to communicate with people. And when Director I, of communication. There you go. And, you know, I mean, uh, for Disney, Disneyland, the, 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 I don't want to say uh, the mess up with your brain, but the way they teach you to interact with customers is, is such a nice way and, and whatnot to the point where you never point with one finger. It's always at least two. Because it's it's more gentle. It's a gentle point. As I'm pointing to our listening audience, they, they're smiling ah. over there with two fingers. It's We're gonna not. Do it's you ever, you are you over you there. You see how politicians do it? They hold three fingers together <laughs> and they talk like this. <laughs> Italians it's, it's, it's do it too. Italians do it too. Now, is it fingers apart or fingers together? Can you point like this? Well, if you want to go two different ways, Use I guess. two right there. Or you, this, you'd have to go like this. the Spock way with two ways. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, you could always do this. We call this the shocker. Oh God! <laughs> Go back to being. Please muted. tell us, like, really? <laughs> yeah. What tell us more about, about the shocker. <laughs> Jonathan can show you. <laughs> you wouldn't be the first. So, anything with somebody in a costume doing something wrong, improper at Disney? You know, it's it's very unfortunate because at the time when I was there, um, over seventy percent of theft was internal. So oh, a, wow. a, a lot of a lot of sting operations were done on Mickey. employees. Yeah. yeah. Donald so Duck. Goofy been, uh, was kind of goofy, wasn't goofy he? Goofy was goofy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, you so know. there's no stories about Snow White getting it on with the dwarfs or anything like that? No, well, she was a little grumpy once in a while. But, I think you know. Minnie was effing goofy, though, just in general. 
Listen, Clarabelle, like what kind of character, Clarabelle, I know she was a cow, but she was kind of messed up. So whoever her parents were, you know, I'm sorry. You must have uh, dated internally. I mean, you were at a job for 10 years and all these uh, ladies dressed in princess costumes. You know, um, during the summer, there's a a whole influx of part-timers that came in. So uh, I kind of had a good time, but I had to stay. I I was clean Fabian at that time, you know, so I wasn't dirty Fabian. They realize who you are after a short period of time. You're undercover, but... You're there, well, every, you're there every single day, So right? I'm, I'm regular, regular clothes, but uh, in a sense where I would, I would actually work in some, in, in different, uh, you know, I would be working with the custodials for a while, then I would be working in stores for a while, then I would work for pest control, I mean, guest control for a while. And uh, depending on, on where I was, uh, you know, I, I was all over the place. But there's such an influx of people coming in and out all the time. It was, it, you know. It was it was very very hard to uh, get caught or. Do you think out. that job prepared you in any way for not just cigar sales, but in being in the position you're in, where you are, you're managing a bunch of people. Yeah, in a sense, in in a sense, it it did uh, because at Disney you have to be happy. It, it's all about it's the happiest place on earth. Uh, um, you know, it's it's that customer or that 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 uh, that person. It's just, it's their favorite day and, and they're having a great time. It's all about going into a cigar store, and and you know it's very hard to find an angry person in a cigar store. First of all, yeah, they're they're angry when you ran out of their specific favorite cigar. That maybe that's why, but but it, it, in all, it's very hard to find an angry person. So it's it, it showed me how to re- relate to t- different people, and and there's a lot of people with a lot of different backgrounds, and and that's what that's what Disney is all about because you have people from all over the world going over here and and now you're going into cigar stores and and I tell you what I mean going to cigar stores in New Jersey is very different than going to cigar stores in Atlanta than than in California sure. than than in Minot North North Dakota you know so it's it, it's it, it prepares you to to realize that there's a lot of different people outside of of your where you're raised and and you know to to be open minded so let me ask you this you around children all those years. Yes. Do you have any children of your own? No. Wow. So what does that tell you? Think about that. No. He's around children all that time, and I always pulled out in time. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Are you related to Barry? <laughs> <laughs> he, he whispered that in my ear. Yes. <laughs> all right. We're gonna go to break. When we come back, I want to talk to you about the cigar safari in Nicaragua being canceled. What's that all about? We got lots of different questions to you. Uh, we're smoking the Undercrown Maduro. We'll give you our thoughts on that and lots more. Breaking news from Drew Estate. Something Fabia has not told anybody yet. We're going to see if we can get that out of him, too. That and lots more. Stick around, everybody. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer & Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. 
crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich in bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, the Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar-making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, 
handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. As some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part, La Galera Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from four dollars and ninety-five cents to six dollars, and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Hi, this is Tony Serino, and this is Carson Serino from Serino Cigars. You are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network, and we are back with Dirty Fabian, the director of all kinds of stuff at Drew Estates. Call me Sir, God damn it. He's yes. been there the longest running guy, longest running employee. Yes, because you never had a piece of the action, or you got a piece of the action. No, I never got a piece no. of the action. I was, all right, yeah, I didn't. that's why I should have had a lawyer. Job. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. There we go. So welcome back, everybody. We're smoking the Undercrown Maduro. Look at the burn line on that. Ed Sullivan, give me a close-up on this. Put your hand right behind that, Jonathan. There we go. And then it goes in focus. We yeah. got a tight burn line. Great ash. I've been working out. Yeah, baby. Oh, ash. Ash thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, flavor-wise, I'm, I'm most happy about it's not... Overly powerful. Some of the, um, not Diamond Crown, the, uh, I mean, uh, Liga. Liga. Some of the Ligas. A little strong. A little strong for me. This one, nice. When you make a beer, you brew a beer or a, uh, you ferment an apple cider, there's a little uh, of that apple component left over in there. I'm getting a little, a faint hint of apple. More like an apple beer, something that had cider in it. And the yeast kind of consumed up most of it, but left a little of that apple flavor. So like a hard cider. Hard cider really tastes like apple cider. This is more of an, an afterthought, like a beer. You have a savant palate. <laughs> <laughs> more like idiot yeah. palate. Yeah. Yeah. We, all, th- we all thought that. Yeah. It was a nicer way of calling it. Gary, anything idiot. breaking through? Although you have a clean palate because you I haven't, haven't smoked-, smoked in three days, but I don't really trust my, my tasting notes right now because you're me, tasting apple for right now and right now for me it reminds me of uh you, you threw a, a grill uh steak on the grill and the edges of the steaks got a little bit charred yeah the burnt edges and i'm kind of getting a little bit of that with some meatiness that sullivan says you nailed it not that he would know because he can't taste Fabian, anything himself you don't, you don't get into those flavor notes or, or you know i when it, it's funny because uh people get mad at me but I don't really have a sophisticated palate. I just know the sweet ones and, and, and all the acids and the naturals. And I, could, I get distant, different flavors from that. Here, it's a nice mild cigar, well, medium body cigar. And uh, I get little hints of spice and, and uh, uh, you know, just smoothness. And, and that, that's what I get. I mean, 
people always try to joke or, or play, you know, test me and they take bands off and, and I always oh, try this. Is this a League of Nine or is this an Underground? I'm like, that's oh, a good cigar. And if I get a little head, you know, rush, then oh, it must have been a League, League of Nine. Of, yeah. If, if it was all right, then it must have been an Underground. And that's, that's the way I, I, I do traditional. You all know, right. I mean, most, most people tr- uh, start with, with sweet cigars in their cigar journey, as we say. And uh, for some people, it takes a, a week for them to start going into traditional. Some people, it takes them 10 years. Me, I'm still 18 years strong into the sweet stuff. And, you that's know, what you like. That's what I like. Well, it's the number one selling brand yeah. there is. So something's going right. That's for sure. Yep. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't have believed it. You know, I was there at the beginning, and I thought... The name was wrong. I thought the flavor was wrong. Um, everything was wrong about this. And uh, boy, did I get it wrong. Oh, my God. And it becomes the number one. I, you know, I, I would have bet everything on it that there's no way it would have even made it. Never mind become no way. If the odds were a, 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 a thousand to one, I wouldn't have bet on. Well, acid. now you're doubling down on our side because we have a special acid for you. Yes, you do. And we, yep. did, we did back then because there was no denying that people were coming in and buying it over and over again. Yep. And we're going to get that special uh, acid that we have for us on the next hour because that's what we're going to smoke. Right. And the interesting thing of I've been doing it wrong all these years. You have. I've been smoking a cigar. I think we've had it on the show before. Yeah. And we, we did it wrong. it wrong. We did it wrong. So we're going to show you how to do that um, the right way. But right now, it's regular traditional Cigars okay. and li- listen, uh, Drew Estate was not known for it, nope. but I'll tell you, they came out swinging. Everything they came out with ended up working one way or the other. One of my favorite of all was Chateau Real. That's one of my favorites too. Yeah. Any chance this is going to come back? Well, never say never, especially in these FDA worlds uh, where all, all the predicate dates. I mean, we have all the, the whole Connecticut line and the whole Maduro line all ready to go. It's just a matter of right now, Underground Shade is doing very, very well. And, and the, one of the things that we focus on at Drew Estate is um, when we come out with a new line, it's, it's a line that fills a hole in our portfolio. Um, we, we don't really like to make another line to move one person from one line yeah. into a new line. Cameron oblige your, your own guys. But exactly. the thing about that is if you remember the sizes. The sizes were phenomenal. And the flavor, I mean, it, it was a full flavor, mild cigar. And, right. and it was old school sizes yep. that I believe is starting to make a comeback. You guys yep. on, on the acid side, you do have smaller sizes, yes. things, which are your biggest selling cigar, cigars, yep. right? Yep. Not so much in the <coughs> premium end. They're all no. bigger, thicker ring gauges. Well, with, with Chateau Real, you had it, and it went away. And I'd the love to elegant see sizes. Elegant is good. Yeah, I mean, good word it, for it. I think I think we're down. We're we're on the downtrend of these big ring gauge cigars, like 60, 70, 80 ring gauge I cigars. I hope so. I mean, I can't wait for that thing. To yeah, end. I don't think that we're on a necessarily a downward trend. I think those guys are going to smoke that cigar because there is now a place in the market for it. There's, that's the value smoker now. But I do believe that people that are smoking the Robustos and the Toros are branching out and realizing mm-hmm. that you do get more flavor when you have a thinner ring gauge. Yeah. So here's the, the first question is, Uh-oh. how do they make acid cigars? What is the formula? You've been there all these years. I know there's a few people that know it. I want you to tell everybody what is <laughs> Well, there, there, at one time, there's three people that knew the exact process, and I wasn't one of them. And then when uh, Swisher bought Drew Estate, then... 
they showed that process to seven other people, and I wasn't one of them. You weren't. I was not. No, uh, I smoke. I, I smoke more acid than anyone else at that company, but I don't know how to make an acid cigar. Really? What What I can tell you is, like, you, you know, you go to the library or whatever. They have those idiot guides to whatever, right? So, so in the idiot guide to uh, infusing a cigar. Now, there's flavored cigars, and then when acid came out, was Flavor was infused cigars, yes. and a lot of people call uh, acid flavored. And I hope it's the uh, F word. We don't yeah, use that word. Never use that F word around me. Uh, we have a little kitty jar in the office, and we have to put a dollar in there every time someone says flavored because they are infused. And 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 the difference meaning what? So so the difference is is very simple and uh, scientific. Uh, what happens is is <coughs> usually flavored cigars are Dominican tobacco, which have a little less strength. And uh, whatever flavor company, whatever brand it is, they, they actually put the flavoring agent on the leaf. And what happens is when you, when you light up that cigar they, and you smoke the cigar, when you're bringing the air through the, the cherry, which is that, the, the lit part of the cigar, it actually creates the, the air becomes hot. And the air actually burns off the flavoring agent off the leaf before the tobacco actually burns. So halfway through that flavored cigar, all that flavor is gone. That's true. And, and, you know, I mean, there's no denying it. You can smoke any cherry, any vanilla, any whatever. Halfway through that, that, it doesn't matter if it's a Petit Corona or it's a Churchill, that flavoring agent is gone halfway through, and that's the reason why. So so what Jonathan uh, um, realized, we found a way to infuse. And now the best way to, 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 or the easiest way I could say it, is we actually found a way of dehydrating the tobacco and then rehydrating it with natural, and I can't emphasize the word natural, they're all natural, natural botanical and herbal oil water-based solutions. And the tobacco rehydrates itself with this solution. So the flavoring agent becomes part of the leaf and is in the leaf. So when you're smoking an acid from the very first puff to the last puff, you're going to get that, that infusion. Now, there is, there is all, all those people are going to go, oh, well, you know, when, you first put, when I first put an acid cigar in my mouth, it's so sweet. And then if I, once I get past it, then, you know, an inch or two inches into, into the cigar, the sweetness, it goes away. Well, the sweetness doesn't necessarily go away. What happens is, and, and I like to say, I'll tell you this, Barry, I'm, I'm not a, a psychotherapist, but uh, I play one in the cigar industry. And I've done a few events, like over 1,500 events in my illustrious career. And, and to talk to all these people, I, I've realized this. So most of the people who smoke an acid cigar for their very first time smoke cigars, whether it's for a year or for its 10 years, and they've pretty much smoked traditional cigars. And a traditional cigar is a cigar that's not sweet, right? So the very first taste, when you put that, that, that acid on your lips, before you even light the cigar, you're going to taste the sweetness. And it's going to shock. To, it's going to be a shock, uh, so shocking to your system because you're used to smoking cigars and you're used to getting that tobacco flavor, and and that sweetness is so overwhelming that that your subconsciousness plays tricks on you and you have all these big alarms and bell and whistle in your head going sweet, sweet, sweet. This is effing sweet, you know. I mean, so so that's what happens if you can withstand those alarms and you actually keep going and so you smoke that cigar then what happens subconsciously, those alarms go off and you allow yourself, to, you allow the sugar or the sweetness to be part of the cigar and to enhance the cigar. And then that's where you actually get the true emphasis of an infused cigar, that the infusion gets multiplied with the sweetness. Now, you know, the acid Cuba Cuba is our sweetest cigar. The sweetest cigar comes out of our factory. 
and it is the, our best-selling cigar. It's a 5x54 Robusto in the blue line, the most aromatic, the sweetest. And, and the biggest mistake is for someone who goes, oh, okay, I'm ready, I want to try an acid, I'm going to try the acid Cuba Cuba. Well, that is the worst cigar you should try because you're going to shock your system. The, 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 what I like to tell people is if a guy wants to jump off a 10-story building, he better learn how to land when jumping off the first story first, right? Because if he doesn't, then it, it's mayhem. It's bad. Yeah, it ain't going to work out. It, it's not going to work out. Yeah. So, so one of the cigars that, that I point to it, to try your very first acid is the acid toast because it's, it's medium as far as sweetness. You, it has that, that real rich broadleaf wrapper that we use for the Liga 9. So you get that oiliness and you get some of the infusion, but, but you get that sweetness and it's a whole package. Now, Does it taste like toast? It's, to me, again, uh, uh, I don't have a sophisticated palate, but it tastes like roasted marshmallows. Because I wonder if you took a pop part tart, put it in a blender, liquefied it, and then threw in some butter. Yeah. Have you ever put butter on a pop tart? And it's have one of those. Have you ever put butter on a pop tart? <laughs> I've never put butter on a pop tart. Oh, you have to. It's so freaking good. Oh, yeah? It is. I just wish that we could get information out of you and that you, you didn't have this problem that you have of talking. I don't talking. like to talk. No, <coughs> talk. He's, he's you said, don't, don't talk enough. I, can, I, I don't think I can do two hours, but he can. So <laughs> if I was to light a sweet acid cigar yes. and I smoked it halfway down yep. and I put it down and I come back to it hours later and yep. relit the cigar, yep. is it sweet? Yes. Because, but while I was smoking it, I said, oh, the sweetness dissipate, dissipated. But when I go back to it... This it's is how sweet. you'd prove it. You'd say, oh, my God, it's so sweet. It's still sweet. But I didn't know it because it it, yep. it happens. It happens to cigars that some people say, oh, it starts off aggressive and miles down. And no, it doesn't. A lot of the cigars, and I say, what are you, crazy? It doesn't. You just got used to it. Mm-hmm. So you got used to the sweetness mm-hmm. that happened in there, and you're okay with it. You come back to it, and you'll see, wow, this was really <coughs> sweet. Do you find it difficult dealing with, because let's face it, in the cigar world, there really typically are two smokers. There's the traditional smoker yep. and then the infused smoker. Do you find it difficult or do you do you even try to bridge that gap and have non-infused smokers smoke infused products and so, vice versa? So that's where that's where the the little Disney magic happens because uh you know obviously that the fairy dust in your pocket? Yeah, yeah. You, know, I mean, uh, uh, you know, uh tin, you know, uh, I got very a little fairy you, dust over you, here, you Peter them. Pan, that's <laughs> right. Touched them. It's kind just of, a little nipple action. There's yeah, no touch in the cup. Touched my nipple. Are, that's yeah. kind of Are you weird. still working for Disney deep undercover? Right. This no. is deep. <laughs> no. This is deep okay. undercover. Just checking. Yeah, cuz they're anti-smoking for some reason. I don't know why. But uh no, you know, obviously I point out to them that they have no idea what they're missing, you know. Uh, no, not not really. It's it, it, you know different strokes for different folks. Uh, uh, like I said, acid is a cigar for everybody and nobody. Uh, someone who you know traditionally wants to start into smoking a cigar, it's a very good uh, uh, first cigar <coughs> for someone. You know, I, I tell people, and, and and I go around all over the U.S. and and all over the world, and I'm talking to store owners that want to grow their business. Well, how do you grow their business first? You, there's two ways of doing it. You either steal someone else's customer or you create new new customers. And the easiest way to create a new customer is by by listening to what they're saying. But obviously, sometimes a new customer doesn't necessarily know what they're saying and know what they're asking for. If a guy comes into a store and goes, "Hey, this is uh, I want to start smoking cigars. I want you know, I, what cigar should I try?" Most of the time, they're you're, most likely you're going to give them a mild cigar. You don't sure. want to give them a strong cigar, but when you grow up, when you when when you were growing up, you you know what sweet is, you know what bitter, you know what sour, but you never grew up with what knowing what tobacco flavor tastes like. 
you understand and, and your, your knowledge of tobacco flavor is by smoking more tobacco and smelling it and being part of this industry. So when you're giving a brand new person who walks into the door a mild cigar, they may not necessarily understand the concept of tobacco flavor. But I can almost guarantee you that they know what sweetness is. So you give them a, a, a sweet cigar, which most mild cigar, which most, you know, all the acids and naturals and tobaccos are more on the milder side, and they're sweet. So they're going to focus on the sweetness, and then like, oh man, which this is a familiar flavor, you're which saying. they understand. Yeah. So you have a better chance, and I don't have any percentages or, or pie charts or this and that, whatever. But but uh, you have a better chance of having that guy come back and ask for more cigars because. They, hopefully they enjoyed that that and uh, they want to enjoy it more and as they go in and you grow and you learn you talk to them people and then eventually they'll go hey I want a traditional cigar that's that's what I do and sometimes for someone who's been smoking cigars for 10 years uh, they you know they think they want to try an acid but uh, you know you kind of like hey well, you gave us a great option there yeah. with the toast because it's not it, going to be such a exactly, shock. Exactly. That really is what you're trying to do is not shock the system of the consumer. You want to give them as a, an enjoyable experience as possible. Yeah. The other one to try is, is the Tabac Negra. So Tabac Negra is a mild and medium, but it's a Nicaraguan, to- uh, uh, Nicaraguan tobacco, which we infuse with Nicaraguan coffee. And the best way to describe it, it's like smoking an espresso. So yes. you guys you drink espressos, you know that the initial foam the first bit of, of flavor is sweet that foam is sweet but when you actually get that drink it's it's bitter it's it's strong so so what the tobacco negra is you get a little hint of sweetness but but uh what you're going to get is more of a coffee flavor through your mouth and you also get some of that nicaraguan spice and that earthiness of the tobacco so that is a great cigar a first a great first infused cigar to try i'm going to tell you a little secret about david okay every once in a while uh-huh. he'll call down yeah. And say, give me one of those tobacco yeah, specials, Negras. There you go. I because like it. He doesn't, he doesn't want the sweet tip, yep. but he wants that uh, just, and it's every once in a while, and he's going to kill me after the yeah, show it's true. for saying <laughs> it. But every once in a while, he's like, I need you to bring one up. No, it's a weird thing. Every once in a while, I, I, I do want that. Uh, we're going to go to uh, find out what's up in the cigar world right now. But w- as soon as he finishes, I want to know something about Drew Estates. So we have some sort of breaking news or something on Drew Estates. You think about that while we Uh-oh. get to what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. All right. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is... The Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And Placencia has a new vice president. The role goes to Jose Luis Placencia, the son of Nesta Placencia Sr. Earlier this year, the Vice President of Operations, Dawn Conger, left IPCPR to start her own consultancy company. Now she is back with Tobacco Media Group, the parent company of the Tobacco Plus Expo, for which she will oversee the February trade show. I worked with her for a few years. Smart, smart girl. Yeah. Hard-working girl. Congratulations to her. I agree. That's yeah. an up-and-coming and, trade show, by the way. Well, we'll see. With her and her in the helm, I would imagine it's going to go places. And since we know we have some listeners in uh, Malaysia, our hearts go out to you because beginning January 1st, you will no longer be allowed to smoke in restaurants, and those violating the law in Malaysia will be fined the equivalent of $2,400 U.S. 
And that's what's up in the cigar world. Cigarettes that's and cigars? Everything. Wow. So what is what is our what our fine? You you feel bad for Malaysia. That's the way it's been around here forever, right? Right. We can't smoke in restaurants. So they turned it to the United States. I've never been fined, but what what is the fine? If you light up a cigar in a restaurant, if I think they just a, ask you to leave. There's no fine. Does that mean you don't have to pay the bill? Because I'm going to start lighting up cigars at restaurants. Then you'll be arrested because oh. now you're skipping so on the there check. Was a, there was a famous Italian restaurant in Little Italy that allowed smoking in their restaurant. And they kept ignoring the summonses, kept ignoring them. They kept fighting it, saying it was unconstitutional. And uh, the fines got... To the restaurant. To the restaurant. Not to, not the, person, to, the, not to the person's. In Malaysia, it's going to be to the individual smoking. And in New York, it was the restaurant so that got fined. I, what I want to say is I don't want to be the police. So say I owned a restaurant and somebody ended up lighting up a cigarette in the in the restaurant. Guy just spent a fortune. It's at the end. He's waiting for his bill. He lights a cigarette. I'm going to go over there and yell at the guy to and, and fine him or call the police on him. I'm not going to do any of that stuff. No, but one of the other so people what, in the restaurant will. So all of a sudden, the police come in and fine the restaurant because the guy lit it. Right. So that means I have to be the police. Yes. I have to confront this guy. Yes. It's and I think every city and every state should offer a tobacco smoking permit, just like you have a liquor license. Leave it up to the restaurant owner. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll, go, I'll go out and, to and eat listen, to everybody that talking about, to happen all the, the time. The reason why I'm, I'm mentioning what is the fine, because it's like when you rent a car and they're going to charge you. You're going to have rent a car for all week, yep. and they're going to end up charging you a $100 fine if they smell smoke in there. It's $250. Okay. If I, if I get the car for a week, I'm paying it. It's worth it. Yep. It's worth it. What I, what I do is this. I, same, in, same in a hotel room. Yep. Maybe I'm going to end up doing it. Depends what the fine is. So what is the fine for smoking in a restaurant? I finish my meal. I'm going to have an after-dinner dessert. And, thing, and I light the cigar because it's a $100 fine. I go, you know something? Screw it. I'm freaking lighting up. It varies by municipality. Yeah. I've never heard of anyone getting a fine for smoking in a no. restaurant. I don't think anyone has the balls to do it. I'm doing I, it tonight. How, yeah, much, <laughs> how much is it going to cost for you to do it, Dave? I'll give you a hundred bucks to light up in a restaurant. To go to a restaurant, go out to eat, I've, have a nice I've meal. Had, I've had cigars in my pocket, and you know, then, then I'm I'm eating and I'm you know I like my hands free and stuff. Get your hands and and feet away from when I'm eating because it's a serious thing going on. Yeah. So I've taken the cigar out and actually put it down and had somebody come over and say, "You're not going to light that up, right?" And I said, "I just put it down. Don't be nervous. It's like if I had a gun on me, you're not going to shoot people with that, right?" No, I just have it. Well, maybe. Depends on how much you bother me while I'm eating, sir. <laughs> so let's get back to Fabian because we want some breaking news. We want to break something on the show that nobody else knows. Either tell us something we don't know about Drew Estates, about acid cigars, about what's coming out, or anything. Give us something. My favorite color is green. Green. So green M&Ms. Yes. Your favorite thing. That's I, right. That's I right. Yes. Does this mean that there's going to be an underground canela coming out? No, I, I doubt it. Candel, you know, it's not with the green. You, you know, I mean, it, it's it's weird because as a manufacturer, we want to come out with a whole bunch of new stuff. For, well, yes and no. I mean, we want to grow brands, right? And and there's too many brands, too many manufacturers out there that come out with a whole new set of stuff. And every year, they, they take one or two brands out and they come out with a whole bunch of other stuff. And we want to build brands. And, and we're happy to, ha- you know, that our, our staple acid is just growing on shelves. We went with four. And now we have 16 different acids. And, and we're brands. We've grown Undercrown. Now, Undercrown has three blends and, and, and whatnot. Uh, you have Herrera Salih, you have Norteño, you have Liga. So we're growing brands. Um, and this whole FDA thing, FDA still doesn't necessarily know what they're doing. 
No. So, so you know, for us, it's like pre predicate date that predicate date two thousand seven. Now it's two thousand nineteen. Now it's you know it's August first. It's all that stuff. So, so as manufacturers, we hurried up and, and rushed and, and sold a whole bunch of stuff. Which it was, I think, in two thousand sixteen. We released, we secretly released over six hundred different SKUs. Whole bunch of different blends. So something's coming forward, though. You're the director of communication uh, here. Uh, We're mass cus- communicating customer here. Engagement. Some- I engage He's got us customers. Engaged. He doesn't necessarily have to divulge right. the goods. That's right. I'm, I'm like the wave. I'm like the wave crest. I'm the wave at the end. I'm the last person to know. It's like yeah, what's up? He's the wave that crosses over it. you after you crash on your surfboard. He's the oldest it, employee there. He's got information. It's our job to pull it out. Well, no, the oldest employee is his. His name is Rex Snyder, and he works in Florida. Uh, I'm I'm only 45. I know I look a lot older, but but uh, I'm you know, but no, by age uh, by age uh, with the company, yes, I've been there for 18 years. The funny thing is, is I'm I'm usually because I'm on the road 20 25 days a month. I'm usually the last person to find out what's happening. So. Um, I, I go back to the office and I'm like, hey, what happened to Ted? Oh, Ted got fired three weeks ago. Oh, okay, all right. I, I know you showed up yesterday and the uh, rep that's here, Nick, yes. sees the f- swag item and you said, oh, yeah, it came in. Yeah. So you knew he didn't know that this new swag item was going to come in. Well, so it came in because uh, uh, so we're supposed to come in for the fourth quarter events, all fourth quarter events, and uh, because it was on a boat from China, we... I guess picked a slow boat from China and, and we missed the first 10 days of October. So now, now our new swag, it's, it's a very cool little metal tin with an ashtray cigar stand. It's a lunchbox is what that is. It's All pretty you cool. It's a handle, yeah. 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 So, so you get that with any box purchase. And Barry's going to hate me, but uh, if you're, if you're going to uh, order a box of, of Acid Amigos or any box of Drew Estate, the first 20. No, I'm just kidding. For, for today only. For, for today only. If you're listening and you order a box of Drew Estate, we're going to give you one of those uh, uh, metal uh, lunch boxes. And for all you guys who order tomorrow, Barry's going to be happy to call you and go, sorry, you ordered it 24 hours too late. But, uh, uh, you know, we, we'll, we'll get you a hat or something. So we'll get, so, we'll but get it has, you some stuff all the way through Monday afternoon, and then we'll figure out what yeah, we're going to do. It's a lunchbox. It's an ashtray. It's a cigar holder. Cigar and holder. it's a three-finger case and not yes. one of the cheap ones either. It's all no, metal, all stainless metal. steal. All metal. That's which, right. Yes, uh, that's I've right. I've been told will double as. Oh, look. She has one right there. She does. Yep. yep. It's awesome, right? Yeah. All It'll right. double as a flask as long as you don't tip it over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a rat on it, though. Yeah, it's the Ratzilla. It's, yeah. it's uh, uh, one of our. It's funny. It's one of our most iconic uh, logos now. Uh, Again, we ha- something I never would have thought would have catched on. Ratzilla yeah. and, and flying pigs and yeah. dirty rats and all that stuff. You know, what I mean, sometimes we throw spaghetti, wet spaghetti, on on, on a window and whatever no, sticks I, sticks. I, part of the thing was you went completely the opposite. Yeah, you know, with the George Costanza, do everything opposite in this industry and. It ended up working. Have you ever been part of naming a project? Because I, I just, I'd love to be a fly on the wall where somebody just says, uh, I'm thinking Ratzilla is a good name for yeah, that. Right. <laughs> is what I imagine is happening. Maybe that's not what's happening, but. Yeah. Yes and no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a denial. I don't want you to commit to anything or well, anything. So supposedly, air quotation marks. No. So so for for a long time, uh, uh, I, there's a customer uh, uh, that I knew. Her name, well, I still know her. She's still around. 
Uh, her name is Vaughn Boyd. Yeah. And, and she used to have a store in Paso Robles, California, and she got fed up with the local government and the California laws and smoking, whatever. And she's like, you know what? Me and my husband, ex-husband now, because he passed away, unfortunately, uh, um, they, they're like, we're Harley riders. We're going to open up a store in Deadwood, South Dakota. Uh, Deadwood, South Dakota is right next to uh, another little city, which is known uh, for its bike rally, Sturges. So uh, every year in the first 10 days of, of August, there's uh, between 500,000 to a million plus bike riders and motorcycle riders that go over there. And, and another, another name I didn't think would ever catch on or you would want to do a place called Deadwood. Yeah. Anything called dead is not where you want to go to, but again, it works. So, so, so we, we made a cigar, and, and I went there for the first, the first time in 2007, and I started selling cigars, and I was in the humidor, and we sold a whole bunch of stuff, and I realized that I, I wasn't running into people just from South Dakota. I was running people all over the world, and I had literally 90 seconds with people from all over the world trying to sh- show them and trying to bring them to the Drew Estate world. And, and I had the aha moment where late at night, I'm like, you know what? It would be cool if we made a cigar exclusively for her. And we made a cigar exclusively for her, which is the Deadwood Tobacco. It, it, it became Sweet Jane. And, and the simple reason how, you know, how I became a master blender and, and uh, you know, I, I went there the, the cheap way because uh, uh, they're like, oh, well, what's your favorite blend? Oh, my favorite blend is the dirt. Oh, Vaughn, what's your favorite size? Oh, Corona. Okay, well, the, the great thing is let's make a dirt blend and a Corona size. There you go. Here's Sweet Jane. So, so we sold a whole bunch of Sweet Janes, and then when we decided to expand the line to a, a, to a Robusto size, this is where I answer your question, I named the cigar. There's this girl that I ran into. She lives in Jacksonville, Florida, and she, she was the female that bought the most amount of Sweet Janes, and her name was Betty. And when I met Betty, I'm like, oh, wow, this girl is hot. You know, so, so I wanted to call it, that's Fat Bottom Betty, but Fat P-H-A-T, pretty hot and tempting, right? So I'm like, hey, legal counsel, Drew Estate, let's call this new size 5 by 54 Fat Bottom Betty, P-H-A-T, and they're like, yeah, no. Really? So we ended up calling her Fat Bottom Betty, F-A-T. She, Betty does not have a fat bottom, but, you know, it's uh, still a name of the cigar. And there you go. And now we're selling it all over the place. And so it's you're backwarded. really, you're less of a master blender and more of a master conceptualist. Ah, I guess so, yeah. Just on one cigar. Fair enough. Yeah. And we have so all the, far. We have all those Deadwoods at twoguyscigars.com. Yeah, that's so right. carry them too because yeah. other people can carry them now. Yes. Every, for the last two years, uh, everyone carries them. Uh, Sweet Jane is in a box of 24. Betty is a box of 10. And then there's a, their smaller sister, Crazy Alice, uh, uh, which is a pyramid. And that's also on Was We're going to give, we're gonna give free stuff away with that too, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, for, yeah. for today and tomorrow, yeah. uh, you will get an ashtray and a hat. Uh, you may not get the Radzilla. I don't know how many we're going to have left. Yeah. Uh, but there is a buy a lot, and we're going to make sure it gets in there. Yeah, there's a rotator on uh, the twoguyscigars.com page. Yeah, basically you buy any Drew Estate product um, through through the end of today. Yeah, and uh, you'll get that. And then starting on Monday, we'll be running a promo with the Acid Dos Amigos. All right, let's go to break. And when we come back, we're going to light up another cigar from Drew Estate, something Fabian helped bring back. Uh-huh. I've been trying to get this for a long time, get this back. We'll, we'll light it up and learn the proper way that I've been doing it wrong all this time, the proper way to light this bad boy up. Uh, we're live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to the Cigar Authority right here on the United Podcast Network. Network. 
Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create the this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at twoguyscigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast. Or better yet, Passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th Anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, 
Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is George Padron from Padron Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back with our number two, broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe with us, Dirty Fabian from Drew Estates. Yep, We're yep. doing all Drew Estates. We did Undercrown, um, traditional cigar, uh, medium-bodied. <coughs> it's the Maduro. It's, uh, it's good. I was getting Not too strong. Uh, at the, uh, I'm at the midpoint here. Yeah. And if you can imagine, again, anti-you, applewood smoked bacon done a little crispier. There's a little, a little almost a burnt quality to it uh, on the outside, but then the sweetness on the inside. Very, very enjoyable. Well, speaking of sweetness, I'm trying the Brixton Mash. Am I saying that right? Yep. Brixton Mash Destroyer. It's the name of it. You can see. Jonathan Drew all over this thing. And this is bourbon and rum mash mixed, to, mixed together. Maybe get a close-up of that. Uh, yeah, it's Jonathan tried, uh, you know, 20 years ago now, or 19 years ago, he, he revolutionized the whole cigar industry with acid, and now he's trying to revolutionize the liquor well, industry. you know, and I can't bet against him now because who would have thought he's got the it proven would model. the number one cigar brand, yep. acid now, and... Uh, Listen, this mashup, I don't know if anyone's done that before, mixing two different type liquors together like no, that, well, selling I mean, it in the bottle. A lot of it is, is all the cocktails, right, in the bars. And here, they this is a cocktail in a bottle. Ready to go. Yeah. Am I supposed to be drinking it straight like I am? Uh, you drink it straight, yeah. You drink it straight, or you can mix and match or whatever. I drink it with a couple ice cubes, and, and it's actually, it, it's so hard to describe. I'm not a bourbon guy. 
But when you when I drink it, I get the flavor of the bourbon, and then the aftertaste in my mouth is more of that caramel rum flavor. It's sweet. Yes, yes. The because front the end rum. is definitely the bourbon. Yeah. But on the finish, 100%, there's some of that rum sweetness. And yeah. Do you feel like you're being uh, cured over there, Barry, with that I, I feel like Steve Martin came and he put a healing on me. Yeah. And Steve I, Martin. I took a leap of faith. Nice. <laughs> nice. Great movie. Yes. Great movie. Um, so here's a cigar. Um, the next cigar we're going to do, Acid Amigos. What, what do you know about that, Barry? All right. Today's second cigar is the Acid Dos Amigos, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Drew Estate for Two Guys Smoke Shop. The size is 5 by 38 and it features an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper with binder and filler from Nicaragua. A single pair will set you back $9.99, while a box of 40 is just $159.99, which is a savings of almost $40 or 20% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. Since you're too far away from a brick and mortar that carries it if you don't live locally, visit us at twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. All right. And this was part Fabian. This was part of a project that happened many years ago. Yep. You were there. Yep. When this happened. What was that called? Subculture. Subculture. Yep. And Jonathan picked some buddies of his that he knew and said, do you want to do a collaboration yeah, type of thing? You were part of the uh, friends and family plan. All right. That's yeah. what was going on? Way before Verizon ever stole ah, that from us. All right. Yeah. So uh, it was interesting, and, and I had said to him, listen, the idea is um, Amigos, which I have a trademark of a cigar brand, uh, Dos Amigos. Mm-hmm. Dos Hombre, Dos Amigos, Dos Amigos. I, we did Dos Hombre first, which is two guys. That's the name of our store, two guys. But Dos Amigos is better in respects that it's two friends, yeah. Not just two, any two guys, it's two friends. So my thought was it would be one band around the two, two cigars, and when you bought them, they would be meant to be not smoked alone, but you share one with a friend, one for you, one for them, and you have the same exact cigar. This was the thought, what I always thought and what I always did until yesterday. 10 o'clock in the morning, you come in, oh, you got the Amigos right there, and you cut the Amigo, along with Nick, does the same thing. And both ears, without even talking to each other, start smoking a cigar. And I look and I said, you guys are doing this wrong. Because what you did was actually double barrel shotgun. Yeah. Here. You're smoking both of them at the same time with one band around it. I've never done it. Well, you know, I mean. That's because we have friends. and they Yeah, don't. that's, oh, that's the thing. It's a beautiful <laughs> yeah, Well, they could have easily. They're a duo here. They could have easily said, okay, I'll take one. You take one. But they said, no, I've got mine and you've got yours like a dessert. Listen, I never share my desserts. Uh, Marvin Samuel found that out the hard way. And uh, <laughs> I'm not going to share my sweet cigars. You know, so that's, that's the principle. But yeah, that's a beautiful story, David, and and you have lots of friends and whatever. I'm I'm only in a store for ten for you know ten minutes at a time. I don't have friends, so you know it's me, me, mine, and that's it. You know, so well, yeah. I, I found it amazing, and you guys smoked it all the way through. Then I saw you smoking another cigar, and then you were again doing it. And I said, we got to do this. Yes, let's so do we it. Had the show. Well, so we've smoked two cigars at the same time before, but not the same cigar, and not. Both in the mouth at the same time. Yeah, this is a new one for me as well. I wonder what it would be like of two cigars at the same time, and they were different cigars. Like Stop. right in this bottle, this is you have bourbon and rum. Stop yeah. talking crazy over there. If 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 you're going to bring an idea to anybody, it's Drew Estate is the person to bring the idea to because they're crazy enough to actually do it. You should have brought that idea in 2008 when we could do all this stuff. But you already uh, made the cigars. Would it, would it be a problem putting a band around both of them? 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we'll, we'll, ha- we'll, have, we'll have to look at our legal department, and uh, which just got a little bit bigger when Swisher bought. Uh, well, I'm, and let me ask you this: Has it dramatically changed? Like you're not you're not going to be able to throw something against the wall with Swisher. It's just got to be a proven. No, no, it, it's uh, uh, you, you know, I mean, Swisher buying us was was actually one of the best things uh, in. For us, because you know we're we're a band of misfits. We're like the bad news bears, and we got stuff done. And we're like the best people under pressure. We got things done, and and Swisher comes uh, comes along and actually starts giving us structure. And yeah. and structure is a good thing. Yeah. And we've we've gotten to the next level. And and with Swisher's help, we're asset is number one. You know, number I mean, one. So, yeah, you know. So congratulations, unbelievable. I'd yeah. like to point out that David is attempting to stall so he can smoke that cigar less. No, I'm going to do it right now. So it's time to cut off. All right, cigar. let's yeah. do it. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars, which actually is the brand that originally started making the Acid Cigar. Uh, uh, Drew Estate Cigars, Acid Cigars were, were originally made at Perdomo. Yep, Imagine by that. Nick Sr. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. <coughs> excellence. Cold drawer, nine years old. You get your first pack of juicy fruit bubble gum. All right, first off, it's very hard to cut them both. You open up that pack, you unfold the silver foil, you put the piece in your mouth. Before the first bite, that sugary sweetness. You're going to go along with that? That's what this cigar is. because it's what it is. (laughs) How is he right? How do you know he's right? Man, Barry. 5,000 cigar reviews for Uh, all these years. That's how you know he's right. Barry a little tough stuff. to create a seal around both cigars. I don't have very supple lips. Yeah, I don't lips. know if I'm going to be able to do the uh, shotgun. Jonathan's used You're to You're doing him. the shotgun. He has, he's used to multiple things in his mouth at the yeah. same time. I'm not. All right, Jonathan. Oh, it is, it, it's bubble gum. Yeah, it's juicy fruit. Juicy fruit. Absolutely is. Yeah. <sighs> well, we're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Hawk. It's Both a- of them with double barrel in here. It's a single action, meaning you press the button down and the top flips. Triple jet lighter with an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom and the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. The Vertigo Hawk retails for an astounding $9.99. Wow. Right? Yeah. I would say don't try this at home, kids, because we're professionals. But try, try this at home because we'll sell double the cigars. That's right. And I'm only s- if you're 18 and over. Yeah. And in some states now, it's unfortunate. It's 21. Yeah. There's some 20s out there, too. It's very confusing. Yeah. Let's just all go to 17 and let, let the – or some countries that have no age yeah. restriction or something, and they have no problems. Yeah, like Chad. I'll tell you, when you're double barreling them like this, it, it doesn't have as much sweetness as when you're smoking just one. Well, does it, you, you take your drug. Maybe, you're out of your friggin' mind. And maybe it's because you don't have the seal that you have around one, cig- one cigar. It's double the amount of sweetness no, I'm in every get, way. I'm getting more tobacco smoking it this way than I am infusion. But they're small, so are they strong? Yes. But Mr. Jonathan, two negatives become one positive. No, listen. So two true. sweet cigars become a phenomenal cigar. This is, this is one that I can... No, this is two. This is... This particular blend is one that I can tolerate. It's not a complete assault to the senses. I think that my mistake was doing exactly what you did. My Cuba, first Cuba. acid was a Cuba Cuba because yep. it was the number one selling skew. Yep. And I said, oh, I want to try what this is, see what this is about. So as a professional, I can recommend a cigar. Well, you got to like, deal with people like him all the time. Traditional cigar smokers that, that are 
busting them on you and saying, no, that's not real or whatever it is. It's real. I mean, I, I, I haven't I, busted on anybody. This is how you are. Man. You get me in a foul mood <laughs> almost all the time. Yeah. But if I'm out and about and, you know, I'm visiting the state of Florida and I'm at a cigar bar and somebody lights up an acid next to me, I'll tell them, go move because you're ruining my cigar. So I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that. Yeah, Barry's that guy. I'm, I'm that, that guy. guy. Yeah. Guy wants to smoke his acid. He can smoke his acid. It's a free country. Thank That's God we up. have a place we can be smoking. So, Speaking they do of like countries, this it's juicy fruit. Yeah. Speaking of countries now, you go around to other countries. So I used to be in charge of the international department. Uh, because parlez-vous français? Ah, je parle français très bien. Oui, bonjour à tout le monde au Canada, au France, en Belgique. C'est super. On peut parler français. Anybody uh, got a white flag for him? We. Oui. <laughs> uh, I surrender. I surrender. And, yeah. and we, you're Dutch? Swiss. Swiss. From Swiss. a small, tiny country that's known for chocolate. For and, time. And knives. They've got great knives. Swiss, well, Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Yes. And cheese, you know. So, so good. That, 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 you know, so, so it goes back to my, my original. There. I was born in Switzerland, in Zurich, but I lived in Geneva. And here I am. I'm getting ready to watch the World Cup this summer. And, and Switzerland has a great team. We're ranked number six. And then we're playing in the quarterfinals. And what happens to Swiss stuff under pressure? Crumbles. It melts. Well, ah, cheese melts, chocolate melts, and, and our team just lost to Sweden, and we're like, oh, man, what the heck, so now we got to wait for another four years. But that's, that's, that's for our, our sports talk later on. That's, right. that's a different, yes. It's a different item altogether. Yeah. Um, is there talk about the Asin Amigo? Is this making a comeback, a Drew Estate thing of, oh, my God, they, we brought this back, or is this a... No, onto so, the store itself. This is your baby. Go so, with it. So what this is is actually uh, you are at the beginning. You are at the beginning of the wave. The acid twenty. You know, like I said earlier, it's, yeah. it's the twenty years of acid, and, and we haven't done an acid ad in a long time. Uh, <coughs> we, so, you know, some of us have There's actually no need to. Well, some of us have taken acid for granted, but but still, at the end of the day, you know, the reason why we are able to work on Liga Provada and, and Undercrown and and all that stuff is because of acid. That machine just Rumps, r- ramps stuff up. It, as you probably know, Mr. Mr. Jonathan, when you're in a cigar store, it's, you don't sell an acid cigar the same way you sell a traditional cigar. And, and a lot of my work is actually working with the reps and, and, and showing them how to sell a non-traditional cigar compared to selling a traditional cigar. So, so the reason why this is actually a very cool concept is we are going to focus more on acid. And uh, since you have an acid subculture, you are going to be highlighted uh, for at least for a year as having your own personal acid, which you will. And, and hopefully, you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of listeners out there, both on, on Cigar Authority and, and, and my podcast, DE for Live, and, and just any people that goes to any website, Drew State website, they will, they will want to collect because what we've noticed is a lot of our, our Drewies, not, you know, Drew fans or Drew groupies, we call them Drewies, like will that. actually go around and collect that stuff and, and try it and, and whatnot. And, it's it's very cool. It's for the ad. Can we have Dave with his arm around himself and just superimpose two himself? Daves? Yeah, two, two Daves. Yeah, two Daves. Oh my god! Yeah, because that that's a that's a nightmare I've had many times. Oh well. Okay. Well, we can do that. I thought you not. said that was your fantasy. It's different. That's a different dream. What, what do you think of doing this? Just double barrel on a cigar. I, I would have never thought to do it without them doing it yesterday. We don't. I I, I like doing it one at a time. 
I liked your concept, Dave. This is a little too kinky. No, you could two different cigars. What would happen? Well, no, two different cigars would be would be very cool, but it would be like a. a, I don't know if the senses uh, uh, would be a little too much. Like people would 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 get too many things going on at once. Head's gonna blow up. Oh my god, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, and and they're like, oh well, I like the Maduro one, and I don't like the Connecticut one, and the next thing you know, your people are gonna come in, and they only want to buy the Connecticut one or the Maduro one. It's like you're left with a box of halves. Yeah. Not if they're banded together under one skew, you're not. Yeah. I'm going to say, for the first time in smoking an acid product, because you said it earlier, I'm able to taste the tobacco. Oh. So yeah, you were right. Well, I had alarms seemed, going off in my head. And the sweetness head. seemed to calm down, right? From yeah, because I, I said to myself, all right, I'm going in this with a real open so mind. So is, is he mixing the Kool-Aid and making us think this? Or is this can really Can you taste happening? the tobacco or not? I can taste the tobacco and the sweetness and this is dissipated the first away. <laughs> and I'm saying that it is too. So I hate to be on the receiving end of, because I mix the Kool-Aid, not you. <laughs> you. For all you guys who are watching us, <laughs> these are my Jedi mind tricks. There we go. They you, are working. You could do this yourself right now. It's not sweet. It, it tastes like a cigar right now to me. Buy Acid Amigos, slide the cigars out of the band, yeah. and then take a, a Blondie and a Blondie Maduro, same ring gauge, slide them in the band. You now have two separate cigars held together. Do it yourself. But I'm saying, what if you ended up doing it with a undercrown? And an and undercrown a, shade? Yeah, or a Herrera Esteli, or, you know, something, two totally different cigars. What would end up happening? There's a guy who did that. Uh, uh, so we, d- we did a little thing called Cigar Safari, which unfortunately we're not doing this year yeah, because of what's happening in Nicaragua. That, but, and that's why. That was the underlying reason. To, well, to because of what's happening in Nicaragua and, and whatnot. And that's the only reason why. But we're ramping it up and, and we're going to bring people down back in 2020 for Cigar Safari. And, and the thing is, is you go down to Cigar Safari and you can smoke as many cigars as you want. From the second we pick you up at the airport to four days later when we drop you off, you got cigars in front of you. And in four days, do you know what the record amount of cigars smoked by one person is? Let me guess and say 40. What do you think? Um, I'm going to go a little higher than that and say 50. I'm going to say 82. 89 cigars. 89 cigars smoked by one guy. And I, normally I wouldn't believe it, but I was actually on that trip. And I didn't really sleep too much. He slept three hours. And he was actually smoking two cigars at one time, a, a lot of the time. Now, he would be smoking a 9 and a 52. He would be smoking a tobacco dulce and a tobacco negra just to see if he could understand the palate and the different cigars. He, he actually did a Nica Rustica and an Undercrown. And in and, and, and some variances, he could actually get the differences. And in some other variances, it was his 52nd cigar. It was his 32nd cigar of the same and, day. And smoking them all the way through? Because I've smoked smoking 100 them to cigars the, in a day, but a teeny bit. Smoking them to the band. Really? Yeah. yeah. 89 cigars yeah. in four days. Yeah. It's impressive. Very. Yeah. And I would like him to become a customer here, if, it does, if at all possible, if, if he continues that. Oh, my God. I guarantee if he was paying for the cigars, he wouldn't have come nowhere close. No, no. <laughs> all right. Let's look at the uh, matchup of the week right now. Uh, that ding-ding means it's time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars, would you rather be able to control fire versus water? You're controlling fire versus water. It's easy. We're going to let you go first, Fabian. Oh, me? Uh, you know what? I think I want to control water. Yeah. Control the water. Yeah. Controlling water. He's Aquaman. He controls water. I tell you what. The DC comic books are, are getting their 
butt kicked by Marvel, but I saw that commercial for the new Aquaman movie, and that was look that looks pretty cool. I can't wait to see it. It comes out in December, uh, but you know it has nothing to do with it. You know, there's like animals in water, and you I, I wouldn't mind talking to a dolphin or, you know, I mean I have a mermaid tattoo, so you know I, I'm I'm more of a water guy. He's a water guy to begin yeah, with. Yeah, I'm a water guy. I don't know if the essence of the challenge means you get to now speak to animals, although you are multilingual. Maybe they only speak. Well, French. there's some. Yeah, maybe. It's possible. Now, yeah. is it pre-existing water or pre-existing fire? Or can I snap my fingers and have fire? You're controlling it. I'm going to go with fire. I'll never have a problem lighting a cigar. Well, I'm going to put you... I'm going to... Yeah, he'll put you out. Yeah, I'm going to put you out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say... That's a good uh, comeback. Right every there. time you try to burn a cigar, I'm going to put that cigar out. You yeah, can... I'll create enough fire to make your water evaporate. Well, yeah, Whoa. well, I'll create more water and make ice cubes. You, um, and then I'll drink my bourbon, my bourbon and my, my Brixton mash. You can live without Although fire. Otherwise, eating all cold food. <laughs> you can't live without water. I would, I would control water for that yes. reason. Can't live without water. Fire for cigars. Water. Mr. Jonathan. More important than water. Mr. Jonathan. Aqua Twins. Aqua Twins? Cool. And now you're an acid smoker? I you mean, li- you li- let's, not, let's not Who go knew? crazy. Wait, man. Welcome to the, <laughs> welcome to the non-traditional side, Mr. Jonathan. Yeah. I love it. Let's, uh, don't put the cart before the horse there, but this doesn't suck. You love I'll give shit, you that. You? I love this shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about you, David? I think the answer is water when, you, when it comes down to it. That's you can't live without it. And I'd be sick of sushi and stuff over and over again, but controlling water. You would never water. eat sushi. You would die first. I can eat cold food. That's right. Cold cuts. He won't eat, he won't eat roast beef if it's cold. It has to be hot. I'd rather it hot. He uh-huh. won't eat it cold. I've cold, tried to serve it to him. Red roast beef. Oh, it's the best. You, can, cold? Yeah. Yeah. Can, can I just say something? Like, There's a guy. His name is Joe Grow. He's the executive producer on my podcast, and he's from Philadelphia. What's Philadelphia known for? Pretzels and steak and cheese. Yeah, cheese steaks, right? Yeah. So, so Joe eats steak and he eats cheese, but he will not eat a cheese steak. He will not never eat meat and cheese at the same time. It's like the weirdest thing ever. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like saying that. They go we'll, together. We'll have a discussion yeah. after the show about okay. Dave's right. many, many idiosyncrasies no when it comes to food. He's probably ran out of town. He Blow your mind. <laughs> yeah, for a fat guy, there's a lot of things I don't combine. But I think combining two cigars together is pretty cool. We're going to call it double barrel. Yes. Double barrel shotgun. I recommend it. Give it a try. Yeah, I tell you what. All you guys out there who, who when you get your cigar, your, your Amigo cigars from two, from two guys – you take a picture, okay? Take a picture of it, a hashtag on Instagram, hashtag smoke what Fabian smokes. And I, later on, sometime in November, let's say November 10th, I will pick a winner and I will send them something very cool, acid. Ah. So, so, so we'll do that. So, so you get your, your acid amigos. You take a cool picture. Maybe whether it's you smoking both of them at once or you and you have a friend, your amigo, you smoke together and, and you, you, but you we got to see both of them together. We have yeah. to see both cigars, and, and uh, uh, you hashtag smoke what Fabian smokes, and I will pick a, a winner on November 10th, and I will send you a little acid care package. Ah, How about that? That's nice. And Jonathan, I know you just took a picture, I'm and you have the very first, first I'm Instagramming entry. that right now. All right. My new favorite acid smoker, so Mr. Jonathan. Yes. Have, have you have you gone to the dark side? He's, he's not eligible to win, is he? No. Of course Why not? not? Oh yeah, you didn't buy that cigar. Hashtag. Okay. Hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag. Smoke. smoke what Fabian smokes. That's smoke right. What Fabian smokes. That's Fabian right. Smokes. That's right. 
So we'll see lots of Acid Amigo pictures. So your podcast. What yes. is your podcast? So my podcast is called DE for Live, and uh, uh, we just finished our first season. We're, we're, this, I'm, I'm excited. This is the 444th Cigar Authority podcast. It is. 444. Can that you is, believe it? That is awesome, man. That is awesome. The record is 500, so we're going to guarantee we're going to go up to 501. Okay. Will the show go on after that? We don't know for sure. Well, We're I hope it does. I so hope it does. We need a little, what do we need, 60, 50, one more year, right? A little more than a year. A little more than a year, we'll be done. Well, I hope that next year I come back and we can have a whole show with Mr. Wonderful Jonathan smoking acid cigars for two hours because that's his new favorite cigar, right? Uh yeah, okay, we'll take that as a yes. It's just a Kool-Aid. And, and uh, he's you know, good. so we're going to we're, we're going to we're going to celebrate years. we're going to celebrate acid 20 and we're going to make it to 507. Is there going like to be a, is there going to be an acid 20 cigar? There is going to be an acid 20 cigar. All right, we got something. Is that news or do other people know that? Uh, no, actually, well, there's seven people in our in our marketing department that knew that, but now I guess and, there's And there's seven other people listening to the show right now. And so the, yeah, the millions, the millions and millions. Somebody's getting spoken to when he goes back to Florida. <laughs> no, you got to imagine that's a slam dunk. That isn't even. Of course, they're coming out with an acid twenty. But going and what's back, it going to be like? What size is it? So, so I, honestly, I have no idea. Oh, come on! I, I have no idea, and I'm wait. I'm anticipating. You want another? You want I, another one of these Brixton smash? I, no, I, no, but I will take another nitro uh, okay. um, in a, in a little bit. But I have no idea. But I can't wait to try it because uh, you know I love trying new uh, infused cigars and the sweetness and whatnot. What would you want it to be? Acid 20. It's a big deal. It's a milestone. There's a lot, a lot of brands that make it 20 years. There's not a lot of companies that no. last 20 years. It's a big milestone here. It's got to be something unique, good, yeah. different. Well, it, being different from acid is, is very hard. Is very hard because acid is very different, and then it's like different to the next level. It's uh, uh, different. Oh, that's French. Do you, you got I that? I picked that up. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, very nice. Thank you. Anything? No. Nothing. Do you know what he said? I, 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 I can tell pump. you one thing that it's not going to be pumpkin spice. You, you're against pumpkin spice? Well, yeah. I don't know why they start selling pumpkin spice in July and they're like, hey, welcome to you know pumpkin spice. Pumpkin you know spice should it be around. Sells, well, it sells. Well, it at, the end of, at the end of August, they, I saw my first Christmas commercial. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, I mean, pumpkin spice is Halloween and Thanksgiving. It has nothing to do with July 4th. Come on. Like, come on. Look, look at this. Double barreling. The ash is staying on really good. Yeah. Not yours. Get out of here. Just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, now. Double barrel shotgun. You, you know, the other thing, the other thing is, is just real quick. So my podcast is DE for live and you can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts. And, and we're, especially this week's show, this, especially. this week's show, we're going to have a very special guest. All my guests are special, but this week it's a very special guest. Yeah, and I would leave, leave them hanging. Because yeah, that's, and we're going to figure out, we're going to find out who, special who this is. Special is in short bus? Uh, uh, well, you know, special is a very. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to be on your show? Yeah. When did well, that happen? Well, you weren't before, but now that you're smoking acid, maybe. You, you know, I mean, uh, uh, we're all about that. But the one thing I will tell you is. It's, they're usually about 45 minutes long, and it's usually three minutes of whatever cigar we're smoking and 42 minutes of pure mayhem stories. I focus more on what people do while they're smoking cigars rather than the actual leaf that the cigar is made and, and whatnot. And, and I've realized that people just want to get entertained. Gotcha. And, 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 you know, I mean, I've been on the road for 18 years, and there's some stories that I can tell and some stories I've filled out paperwork that I can't tell, but I still don't tell. Uh, well, that's what we're looking for here on the Cigar Authority. Well, you know, I mean, uh, tell, tell me the one you you blew that made you in tr- got you in trouble. Well, 
<laughs> I get myself in trouble every week, yeah. you know, but uh, the one, one that you just thought to yourself, no, I can't tell that one. Tell that's that one. the one we want. <laughs> okay, so so I actually was put in handcuffs in uh, ah, yes, that's and, legit. Yeah, Sounds like I know, a good that, time. Well, you know, well that I also got put in handcuffs for a good time, but that was another story. Okay. Uh, so, so so I was in I was in Dallas and I was working and we were doing uh, events and whatnot. And my events last until eight nine o'clock, and this one lasted until eleven. And I show up to the Renaissance in Fort Worth, and uh, you, you know, I mean, traveling for a long time, I'm executive platinum in Marriott, which is very cool, the the, the top three percent, and and I show up and. I, the person at the register or the, the uh, check-in desk, oh, congratulations, you got our last room. Oh, okay, all right, well, that's cool. I had a reservation. I don't know why it's so wonderful. But I, I go in my room, and I sit down, and, and first the bed's kind of like not you know pristine. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. And, and I sit down in a little seat, and I turn on the TV, and all of a sudden as I turn on the TV, I hear the toilet flush. Ah! I'm like, Damn, they, they have like small walls in these in these in this hotel. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And then the shower starts going, and I'm like, oh, this is very like weird. All right, so I, I you know, it, it's like 12:30 at night, and I'm just watching, you know, Jerry Springer because I want to know if that's you know he's the dad, right? So, of course. So so I'm I'm like in, in, into this TV show, and and all of a sudden there is this elderly woman that comes out of the bathroom with nothing but a towel on and she starts screaming and she raises her hand and unfortunately the towel falls off. And you and can't unsee that. I cannot unsee that. Uh, um, you know, her... Excuse uh, me, I have to make a small adjustment. Her, yeah. I'm good. Her top female parts kind of hit her knees and I'm kind of like, um, all right. And all of a sudden she starts yelling rape. Rape, rape, and I mean, I'm not, I mean, this isn't a joking matter because a lot of people, that happens to a lot of people and, and whatnot, and, and by all means, n- no gentleman should rape. Yeah, or yeah, rape, me, me too, all right, uh, go okay. ahead. And, 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 but <laughs> the Marriott security call got called in, and then they called the cops, and then and then they're like, oh, uh, yeah, so the lady's just like, yeah, this guy cussed me, he touched me, and he raped me, and, ah. I'm, like, and I'm like, what are you talking about? You're in my room. And, and all of a sudden, so I'm in, I'm, in the, I'm in the cop car for like 17 minutes. And then finally, like, the police guy comes up. He's like, Mr. Ziegler, uh, there is a, a small uh, misunderstanding. The person who checked her, checked her in did not check off this one box in the uh, check-in. So in, in their account, that room was empty, but it wasn't. So me being the platinum uh, Marriott uh, expert, I got my room, and she was shifted to some other hotel somewhere else. But yeah, I did uh, get ah. spent 17 minutes in handcuffs in a police car. But see, I, I'm looking for some um, Jew estate information, and he goes a different way and doesn't give us anything. Good. He's, he's, he's good. He's good. He's very good. He's very he's good. And that's gift. why he's there 18 years so far <laughs> celebrating the 20th of Jew estate. That's right. That's I can't it. wait. I can't wait. Okay, it's time for the Don Raphael offer of the day. Uh oh. The Don Raphael offer of the day brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? And today it's $500. Would you do this for $500? And it is do the Drew Estate. So what is the Drew Estate? It's hammer that large nail into your nostril. Do you see it? The Drew Estate logo is, I have one here. We can pull that right up. Pull that up. That is the logo that they have here. And I think that's the oddest thing. It's a carnival guy. That you know, at the um, when you, when you would go into the carnival and see all the freak shows, it would be this guy nailing 
the nail into his nostril. First off, why is this the Drew Estate logo? Well, it's not necessarily the Drew Estate logo, but it's a, a, a captivating logo. And, uh, you use it all the time. We use it. And, it, and you know, I mean, we're, we're very different than uh, any other manufacturer. It's we, very different. Yeah. I mean, uh, you don't really see any, uh, you know, that, that wouldn't necessarily look good on a Arturo Fuente box. Or, no. I, you know, I'm, I'm looking for the Drew Estate ad with somebody on a horse wearing a hat in a tobacco field. And you guys say, no, nah, we're not going to go with that, that look. We're going to have the guy, the carnival guy, nail a nail through his nostril, so, and we're going to go with that because if anything says premium cigars, that does. So it, we are, tie, it ties into the whole New York thing. You got the Manhattan Bridge in the logo. <laughs> Coney Island has the famous freak show. Where? There's a guy in Coney Island at the freak show. Is this still that, a freak show? Yep, and he does just that. Really? Yes. You, you know, I got to tell you, like like 10 years ago, we were all the, the big wigs of Drew Estate. We're all around the table, and we're arguing. We're like, we need to come out with a new ad. And then we're like, yeah, let's go in the tobacco field and take a picture of us smelling tobacco. And then we're like, yeah, no, everyone else is doing that. So, right. so we had to come up with something different, you know. And, 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 and obviously, the other extreme to that is yeah, the nail through the let's nose. Nail right? The simple answer to this, Dave, is I, I would make an attempt for five hundred dollars. Really? I'd make an attempt. I only have to get it that far, anyways, because you said do the Drew Estate. That's just a tip with a hammer. Just a tip. John. I'd hit it with a hammer. Just a tip. Five hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. No. But it's I'll give Jonathan of- another five hundred dollars if I can swing the hammer. Uh. <laughs> 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 you, 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 the people at, at, at Swisher now is never going to allow something like that to happen. Have an event where people do this. Yeah, right? no, no, no. no. The, uh, the 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 current the more carny that we we've done a uh, guess my weight type thing at an event. <laughs> yeah, and, okay. Uh, I got slapped three times because I guess my guessing didn't work. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's as much. So party. she was a little sensitive. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, she is was. This a person? And actually, she was a you know he was a she. This and is a person. I I'm sure it's not an authentic no. copy no. of a person. No, no but I want to. There is a guy that does that, and you can pull up the video on YouTube. I, I want to see his tattoo because I focus on his hand. How about uh, you know? It's how about a beautiful the tattoo ne- on his hand? The next event we have here at Two Guys Smoke Shop with Two Estates, we bring the guy in, and he does this. But how many times could he do it? Do it all day long? I'm sure he's got two nostrils. Right. And so there's a show at du- two and a show at four. Listen, we can double barrel it. You put oh. the two things in and hit both of them in. If you, if, you, if you buy a box of Acid Amigos, the guy hits both nails into the thing. If you buy a master case, you can swing the hammer. Ah. Barry, master case. Yeah, master case, Barry. Not How much Jonathan. is a master case? I don't oh, know. I if it's not Jonathan, there's no fun in No. <laughs> All right, but that's a tough one to do, right? You're not going to do that. Or no. are you going to do that? No. Okay, where are we here? We are running out of time. Let's go to break. When we come back, we're going to take a peek into the asylum, a classic three-way. We're going to put Fabian in the classic three-way and see where he goes with it. We're live at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, 
But wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range. That's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider cigars. There's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican Cigar Manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. 
legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. Sono Michael Cappellini dal Toscano Cigars e stai ascoltando al Cigar Authority sul United Podcast Network. Benvenuti a tutti voi. We're back. We're smoking the Acid Amigos double barrel style. That's the way to do it. Two at the woo same woo. time. Try this at home. And that's the Acid Amigos, those that are watching. Beautiful box. All the tobacco around it. You don't scent the tobacco anymore. That that nope. went away. Nope. But it still makes it for a beautiful package. It's a beautiful packaging. And actually, a lot of people use that tobacco. Uh, they moisten it a little bit, and they actually smoke it in their pipe, or they use it in their bathroom, and it gives a nice aroma. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So this is a box of what I called 40, but if you double barrel, and that's a box of 20, yep. depending how you look at it or what you do. But I say buy a box, try this double barrel thing at least once. Tom Troy from the Don't Do It Yourself podcast yes. heard the last segment, and he said, uh, put that hammer <laughs> down. down. Yes, he did. So, Yeah, stay away from that. So how, how, how have things changed at Drew Estate since the Swisher takeover? You know, we've had more, a lot more structure, uh, which, is, you know, which is a good thing. Yeah. And uh, the, the one story I like to tell uh, everybody is, is when, when we were at Drew Estate, we were, you know, we were selling lots of cigars, but our cash flow, the tobacco industry is a very cash flow industry. Sure. Where you're buying tobacco now, and for us, it's, uh, we wait for three years, we, we, we cure it for three years, and then you know, that's when we start using it. So the tobacco, we, the money we're putting down now, we're seeing in three years from now, right? Yeah. So, so we had a whole bunch of bales, and now on average, I think it, it's, we make about 120,000 cigars daily by hand. And uh, we need to buy a lot of tobacco. And we used to have a lot of tobacco bales. And, and we have a whole DE factory, too, where we keep all our tobacco. And, and granted, it was Drew Estate tobacco, but it was owned by the banks. And yeah. every time we used the bale, we paid the banks with the, with the juice. You Along know, with the interest. It, yeah. With the interest. Yeah. And, and one, of the best, one of the biggest things is when Swisher bought Drew Estate, they wrote a check out to all the banks. And instantly, that tobacco became... <coughs> Drew State slash Swisher. So our margins would just went up a little yeah, bit. Absolutely. So that's that's the biggest thing. Uh, um, that's one of the best things that Swisher has done. And you're, you were able to grow because you have more tobacco and you have exactly. more. more exactly. Know, so sometimes, yep. uh, I know in business, you, you, you want to grow further. And it's bankrupt companies before. They, they yep. went out because of success. Yeah. And, and one of the things is we, they wanted uh, for us to sell more internationally. So that's when I started doing more international. I opened up 38 countries. Wow. Now and we're in like 44 countries. With some of our lines, so you know, all you people except for Malaysia, I guess you can't smoke cigars in Malaysia anymore. But in the everyone else, in the restaurants, anywhere else, yeah. you can get our cigars and and, and enjoy them. Um, you know, they, they it's like Big Brother, and and they're there to help us out, and and they're there to steer us. But at the end of the day, 
they want us to keep making good cigars, and as long as we keep selling and well, making I'm good ple- cigars. I'm pleasantly surprised that I yeah. didn't see a major, major change. Oh. You know, ruin something that this is the, the craziness is why it worked. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, this thing is going to go straight. And, you know. Yeah, we expected know. the reps to come in in a suit and tie. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It, it, it hasn't it, happened. No. no. No, and I'm sure you haven't seen a Swisher rep here either, have you? We've not. Okay, so yeah, I mean, it's two completely different, different markets. Swisher, for a while, actually started trying to do a, a sell their own premium, have a premium market, Yeah. and they, they tried it with a couple uh, brands, and they never did uh, uh, yeah. anything because they had manufactured reps. They didn't have a whole sales force just for premium, and you know, finally, they're like, hey, if we want to go premium, let's buy a company, yeah. and, and it's you know, we're well, phenomenal. They got some old trademark names, though, because they tried many times yes it's come and gone so i think uh in the future when you know we don't see new cigar brands there are new cigar brands because swisher owns a lot of them Mm -hmm. so we we can see a growth that happens here so right now it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at asylum cigars they're coming to take me away haha they're coming to take me away ho ho hee hee haha to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time and i'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats and they're coming to take me It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true? Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. I feel like Bobby Brady when it's time to change. (laughs) My voice is cracking. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. We've all heard of the Mile High Club. Now there is a new club you might not want to join. On a flight from Japan, an American gave a golden shower to a person two rows behind him. After consuming four glasses of champagne and a copious amount of sake, the man was unable to locate the lavatory and relieved himself on another passenger. And they're against that? They're against that? They frown on that? frown on it. Some people keep their jobs over it, but that's not only insane, it's asylum. It's crazy. No wonder my seat was wet on the yeah. way up here to Boston. I did, uh, I did what I call the Fabian. I let it go out. I, I separated my Dos Amigos and yeah. smoked one. Ah. And I let the other one go out because I wanted to test his uh, hypothesis that the sweetness would still be there. <coughs> the sweetness is still there. Jonathan. Man, you're you're getting closer no. and closer to the non-traditional side. I like I love it. I'm, you I'm- are good. You are a <laughs> Kool-Aid mixing. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You're really good. I should be wearing all red and and, and eat more. Yeah. And, you know. Oh yeah. Oh Mr. yeah. Kool-Aid. Yep. Mr. Kool-Aid. Um, so have you heard you've heard this podcast before? Yes. Okay. So we do a classic three-way where we bring the guest in it. In it, and it's the closest without going over. Just a little fun to end the show, to wrap it up and see what you do. So right now, it's a classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste. 
the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at TwoGuysCigars.com. That's TwoGuysCigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. This is just a regular rum. We're going to Barry. Yeah. No problem with that. No problem at all. Florida. Okay, today. Now you say this is better to mix or to drink alone. Uh, that's a personal uh, preference. Yeah, you tell okay. us. You're the rum connoisseur. Okay. Hey, I you know what? I mean, for, for me, uh, uh, it depends on y- your audience. Is this high-end expensive stuff? This is uh, uh, more on the higher-end expensive stuff. All so right. that would yep. lead us to believe that it's a sipping rum, and we will treat it as such. All right, treat All it right. as such. Sip okay. away. Today is October 13th. Mr. Jonathan is our champion. He's going to give us the date and try not to go over. Then you're going to go next, and it's going to go there. Then you'll go first after that. So good. today, Mr. Jonathan... Old Farmer's Almanac, first published and edited by Robert Thomas. How old is it? It was older. Uh, it was called Old even then, but the first published of the Old Farmer's Almanac came out today. What so year? you're going to write down your answer before we uh, before we say, just so you don't uh, try to go one under them or something like that and mess up with them. So what do you got, Mr. Johnson? Uh, first publishing, 1801. 1801. Going oh, on. I went May 19th. 1799. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't have to go that bad, but oh. because it is October 13th. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's okay, right. so October 13th, 1799. 1799. 1883. 1883. And uh, everybody is over. Really? Everybody is over. You said 1799. You go next. The first NHL All-Star game. All-Star uh, All-Stars beat Toronto 4 to 3 at Toronto. The All-Stars beat Toronto. So Toronto must not have had any All-Stars then. Huh? Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. I say 1951. 51. 47. 47. 68. 68. Somebody has 2 just like Barry Stein did. Damn it. Oh, 1947. What? what? Barry knows his hockey. Wrong arm. <laughs> he just doesn't know what side he has tattooed. Oh, man, hockey. that's messed up. Hockey tattoo. The arm or the tattoo or Barry. It's messed up either way, but Barry gets two points because he's exact and he goes next. The first World Series night game happened today. What the hell is with all these sports questions? Just throwing him a little bone here. Pittsburgh 4, Baltimore 3. The first World Series game at night ever happened today. What year? Barry Stein. 1971. 71, he says. I'm keeping my same answer from last time. 1968. 68? 70. 70. Somebody's got two points. Barry Stein. You son of a... 71. Well, are you show me a baseball tattoo now, Barry? No. Uh, oh. Sports oh. guy. It's right oh. between his balls. Yeah. Oh. So we got two questions it's left. My, uh, Joey thing. Oh, uh, your Joey pouch. Okay, all right. <laughs> That's another whole thing. Disturbing. The Joey pouch. <laughs> you know what the Joey pouch is, Mr. Johnson? Do you hear it? I'm wearing the Are underwear that started the whole conversation. <laughs> You're wearing the Joey pouch. Underwear that actually controls and just puts has the, a little puts extra the boys pocket. With, 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't he, know. He likes Joey handling his balls. Yeah. <laughs> Play ball. Mr. Jonathan, American singer, songwriter Bob Dylan, is awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for Literature. Today, what year? Um, 1971. 71. I say 1968. 68. If you get that, I'm going to be pissed. I used that answer twice. That's why I used it. Barry says 2006 for the point. It's 2016. 2016, oh. it just happened a couple of years ago. Uh, the problem is I never understand what, what he says in his songs. I know. Literature. Yeah. I, can't understand well, because if, if he writes it down, you can read it. Uh, he well, just, he okay. doesn't write the way he sings. Okay. Right. So right now it is five to nothing to nothing, but this gives you at least a chance so it's not a shutout and somebody doesn't go in disgrace. And who does this go to? This goes to Fabian. Uh-oh. Sacha Baron Cohen. Comedian and actor, you know who he is? Yes. Ali Borat. G. Borat. Born in London, England today. Uh-oh. What year? His birthday is today. Um, 1972. 72, he says. Barry? 68. 68? 72. 72 also. Oh, you picked. Wow. I had it written down before you said it. Oh. So both of you had the same thing. Yeah. And you're both over, and Barry takes the point. The win in the shutout. Barry Stein. You're home, back and to Florida, with your head between your yeah, legs. It was, it was 71. Like three One out of the five answers in 1971. There we go. And that's the tattoo that you have on your arm. I mean, that's messed up, Barry. <laughs> the following message was submitted via U.S. Postal Service, and it reads, Dave, Jonathan, Barry, Ed, and the guy, two guys staff, thank you for making me feel so welcome. <coughs> I enjoyed my time and experience. The show and the store are great. I look forward to each Saturday and your cigars. Many thanks again. Jason Land from Guitar Ninjas. Jason Land. Class class act. Handwritten note. Handwritten note. They don't do yeah. that anymore. No, you right. don't see that anymore. And I, I was speaking to him on the phone yesterday. Really? Yeah, absolutely. And the, actually, the whole generation is about to come. When I say handwritten, it's not printed. It's writing. Yeah. They, they're not even it. teaching handwritten Written. And he used a stamp. How's the pen? So the postal service yeah. actually was very is, happy uh, with Jason. Really? Yeah. Really? Does he get an A, a B? What? I'd, I'd give him a solid B plus on his penmanship. Right. Now Excellent. the question is, how does he smoke his Amigos? I don't know if he's ever had the Amigos. Oh, oh well, Jason? The Dovetail Rum pairs really well with the Amigos. Oh, well, see, there really? you go. There, you there's think a little all alcohol van- pairs with all cigars. There's a little vanilla and caramel There sweetness. is. Yep. It's vanilla-y. A little caramel. It's burning a little. It's got a little burn to it. You gotta retrohale the vapors through. So because your nose. it's, because it's more than more than the bourbon rum combination that seems much settled down. But boy, is the the uh, the taste of caramel and vanilla nailed it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's done with the, the Florida sugar canes. All right, there you go. Tastes a little bit like there you go. Florida. Very nice. But yep. the key to not getting that vapor burn, and I taught this to my wife. Big mistake because now she can down. Copious amounts of JD, not Jonathan Drew, Jack Daniels. Okay. Mm. As you swallow, breathe through your nose and you won't get the burn. I, I've heard that. Now, what is that called? You would have exactly? heard that from me saying it. Dovetail, Dovetail Florida rum. Dovetail Florida rum. Aged two years in bourbon barrels. Okay. Yes. So I would, that was good. I would think there'd be a little oakiness to it, but the sweetness overpowers that oakiness. Very good job. Yep. Jonathan did a good job with that. And it's in 13 states. All right. 
But not New Hampshire. Not New Hampshire, but Massachusetts is right down the street. You can go to Massachusetts and get it. Yep. Uh, You know the 13 states off the top of your head? No. No? Okay. But I know Texas, California, Georgia, Illinois, and Massachusetts, and I think uh, Tennessee. All right. Well, you got six. That's not bad. Oh, Nevada. And I only know that because I was at the launch party in Nevada. More than half. Yeah. All right. So final thoughts here. Mr. Jonathan, will go to you first. Acid Amigo double barreling because we did double barreling was was an interesting experiment. I do recommend that. You should do it at least once. Um, It it didn't suck. I'm a traditionalist when it comes to tobacco and coffee and all that. I don't want things flavored uh, or infused. Infused, sir. You owe me a dollar. I owe you a dollar. There we go. Uh, I'll make you some meatballs. (laughs) Nice. Uh, But I, I was expecting it to be horrible. And there's some guys in our studio audience that said there's no way they're not trying it. And I think they're going to try it now because it really was a different experience. When you think about tobacco, you can taste the tobacco coming through. It's, it's just different. Not the first puff. A couple of puffs into it. All of a sudden, like, you, like he's saying, that the sugar sweetness went away, I thought. It's alarming at first. It's, yeah. it's exactly correct. You, you're, you're just, it's, an, it's an assault to the senses. But if you put that aside... Now you can taste the tobacco. It's very well fermented. The burn was great. It held an ash. Very interesting. Nothing wrong with this. This is an acid that I like. Yes. It, it just reminds me of juicy fruit. Yeah. And who doesn't like juicy fruit? That, it, it, and like I go with, but it goes with tobacco away. special. It goes away a little bit. Every once in a while, a tobacco mm-hmm. special break up the monotony of I've been smoking right. the same type of things. And you, I have one of those and it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's going to be with, with this every once in a while. You, you know, one, one cool thing, or actually it's an interesting thing, is, is you go, I go around and I talk to all these people in cigar stores, and, and I see them buy their box of Fuente or Ashton or Rocky or whatever, and they buy a handful of acids. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. And when, when I, I start talking to them, and they're like, you know what? I really enjoy smoking one of these once in a while because it just cleansed my palate. And, and I, can enjoy, I can truly enjoy my favorite cigar, which is a cigar I smoke after the acid. Well, that's not necessarily a, a marketing tool that we want to use, but there are a lot of people smoking acid cigars to, to you know, change things up. Yeah. So, yeah. A, qu- a quick story. One traditionalist, uh, chief of police, by the way, and he went to a multi-vendor event that we did years and years ago. And Drew Estates was part of it, and I, I believe they were maybe launching the um, tobacco special, tobacco special, and that was one of them. So he had his regular cigars, and then he had all the ones that he got at this multi-vendor event, which might have been 20, 25 cigars or something. And he got to the point where he was somewhere, and he had no cigars left, and that was the cigar that was left in there. And he goes, well, what am I going to do? I want a cigar. I'm going to smoke it. He did not want to smoke the cigar. He smoked a cigar. He comes in. He pulls me aside and says, Get me a box of those. He ended up getting a box of those. And every once in a while, it's a box of his regular stuff. It's a box of traditional cigars. And then every once in a while, it's yep. a box. Is this not a, a single cigar. Right. Did Chief I know with a little bit of the curly hair? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And every once in a while, and he goes, is this wrong for me? I said, no. Do whatever you want to do. Break it up. And, and there's something to that. Break, okay. break it up. Break up the monotony every once in a while and throw one of these in there, you traditional guys. The guys that are on it regularly, maybe break up the monotony every once in a while and, and smoke an underground. And I bet your wives will give you a little bit less of a hard time if you smoked an acid in the house, if they give you a hard time for smoking because we, it creates we got, a nice we got a, aromatic we got another, aroma. We got another customer that comes in and buys exclusively tobacco special, and he says, give me a box of chick magnets. 
That's what he calls them. <laughs> and I said, why do you call it chick magnets all the time? He says, I light a cigar away from everybody else, and the girls are attracted to it, which the complete opposite happens to me, whether I'm standing there alone not even smoking a cigar or smoking a cigar. It pushes them away. Just and you just sold a box of cigars to this gentleman right magnets. here who shall remain nameless. There we go. <laughs> There was, a, there was a gentleman I ran into, a couple, that actually got married, and I was asked to come to the wedding. Wow. Because uh, this guy right here was actually, light, he lit up an Extraordinary Larry, which is an acid. It's a 6 by 60 sure. And out of the blue, this smoking hot chick comes up to him, and that's how they started talking. And 18 months later, they got married. But, but, but yeah, it goes, it goes to that smell. It got attracted. She got attracted to that smell. They started talking, and, and you know, I, I took her to the side. I'm like, listen... Would you have talked to him if, if that smell? She's like, yeah, no, he's not my type. Well, they got married 18 months later. Wow. This was a very interesting show going through this process. Thank you, Fabian. So tough. For coming up here. Two hours. Spending a couple of days here. It, it Man. Went, went by quick for me. I don't know about you. It did. Next yeah. week, uh, we have uh, Aging Room with Rafia Nadell. He's coming in studio, uh, joining us here from Altadas. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And if you've learned nothing else in the last two hours, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.